0: See if we could get everybody back in. What happened? We crashed?
1: It said, thank you for joining us <laughs> and went off.
0: Okay, let's get everybody back. Sorry about that, everybody.
1: Yeah, a little short, little technical difficulty. Apologize. Sisters, amazing. I love amazing people like this, man.
0: It inspires me, bro. Mm-hmm. Let's get the Black Fairy Godmother back in.
1: Yeah, they're filing.
0: It. They're starting to file. It. Okay. says she, says she's unable to join.
1: She says, "I'm here." <laughs>
0: right, let me, send, let Me, send you another request. Come out and go back in. There she go. There she go. All right. Sorry about that. I don't know what happened. Some-
2: Instagram <laughs> won't let amazing people be great tonight. Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> we talking. We talking. So we talking solutions. That's why.
2: Right. They're like, uh, cut. <laughs> Stop that.
0: You, where That's we, where crazy. We, where did we leave off that at though? We were talking about, um, when I, what was it about the corporations? Were you talking about corp- corporate money?
1: Oh, volunteers. I think it was volunteers.
2: The volunteers, the volunteers, um, is four to five hours a week. And many of them wear big hats because they come from, you know, they have different titles and some of them are lawyer, doctors, para- paralegals, teachers, so they all have different jobs because every family that comes to us don't always ask for money and they don't ask for a bill to be paid. Their kid might need shoes, their kid may need a laptop, or they might need a bed. So we're able to provide that or medical assistance. We have some families, because they have Medicaid, um, they're not able to get wheelchairs. So we've been buying wheelchairs for different special need families as well. Look
1: at that. Wow. Y'all covering all bases, man. I'm loving this, B. That's what I mean
0: by now the experience. When you you know when you've been through it, you know what what the people need. Talk what what people day.
1: need. That's right.
0: Now you know y'all gotta excuse me
3: earlier. Was, I had some problems with my audio It kept it kept zapping out. Now I don't know if y'all covered it or asked the question or not, but can you tell us if uh, HBCUs or even the students of HBCUs, uh, you know, reached out to you?
2: They have. Um there was a young lady from Spelman who actually started a initiative to do some tutoring. Um she came to us and stated that she wasn't able to um, you know, pay her tuition. So I raised six thousand dollars in three hours on my um social media platform last year. So she is going to school to be a psychologist, but what she done was she has like a, a chain letter with different HBCUs, a lot of teachers who can not only um, tutor the kids, but tutor the mothers who need GEDs. Mm. So we've been working that out lately.
0: Mm.
2: Melanie Holmes
0: says, "Do you have a grant writer?"
2: We do have a grant writer currently. Okay.
0: Um. What? What is? What's your thoughts like? Do you? Uh, do you prefer to have like your um your fundraising efforts, or would you prefer to deal with grant writing and contracts?
2: A little bit of both um I like to be well sometimes I do like to be in the mix because I like the experience of making sure that somebody is being fed right then and there or housed right then and there mm-hmm. but we also have grant writers who help us us who help us also fund other programs that we have especially our fairy dust scholarship and um our domestic violence fund um, because you know a lot of college kids are going to school and they're going to school without nothing or their parents a penny pitcher. Mm-hmm. So we try our best to get funding as possible for education efforts. But to answer your question, a little bit of both. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's very tricky because, you know, um sometimes with those grants and contracts, um, some of the grant writers they want more than what the foundation is asking for in funding, if you know what I mean.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And that that's I was thinking the same thing. Like the the grants I think are great. And I think the contracts are great also. But when you start getting into the world of grants and contracts, that comes, to, the criteria sort of, they drill down on it and it becomes a lot more rigid. You know, there, there should be some watchful eyes. But like I was saying before we got cut off, I think that sometimes when you put those other intangibles in place, it makes it much more difficult for people to actually access the resources. You know, like sometimes you get bogged down. There, there are hundreds of people that sit around a huge table and talk about how to get things done. And then there are people like you that's like well i don't need to talk about how to get it done let's i'm just gonna go do it like we'll somebody yeah. i'm gonna feed them and there are other people where right. i people that sit around and think about like okay so how do we get these people fed meanwhile while you sat around and you thought of a brilliant idea on how to get all these things done millions of people have went hungry or or in facing these hardships as a result of you not acting so sometimes it's easier to act than to actually sit down and be strategic not to say that I, you know that it's not a value to be strategic but a lot of times when you get bogged down in those kind of things it, it, it adds an additional layer that makes the, pro- the process a lot more complex absolutely um now the other thing i'm wondering is that in this day and age social media is is an interesting tool there are so many people that use social media for horrible things but you use social media primarily okay as one of your fundraising efforts, what are some of the pros and cons to fundraising via social media?
2: The cons are some people get fatigued. Some people get depressed on seeing certain situations that they're not able to help with. So the pros to that is I go, okay, you might not have the money, but if, but if you have over a thousand followers on your Instagram, Twitter, or, or TikTok, whatever you're doing, mm. you can make a video and share somebody's fundraiser or Amazon and challenge people to buy one or two items off of a list. Um, Worse. And then you get some people who get on my social media go, well, why you only deal with the black community? Black people are not the only ones <laughs> who are going through. And, you know, I get those and when i break it down to them and i start talking about you know systematic racism and everything that you could think of in a history book everything that google is trying to erase from our history they get quiet That's so dope- those are the pros and cons those those are
0: taboo topics though you know that right those a lot of the reasons why you're in the in, in the process or you your your work exists is because of that right so people right. don't want to have that conversation if we address that then then Really
1: oh, another you? can of worms
2: sure. <laughs> yeah and they get quiet they go oh they she
1: <laughs>
2: she ready tonight <laughs> what's, what's, and I be ready what's the criteria
0: what's the criteria to qualify for assistance
2: Um, there's basically no criteria as long as you have a state ID or driver's license um, we must verify you and have an interview with you video call um, we have to have full documentation of what your situation is. If you have a bill, if you have a lease, everything must be paid directly towards the rental company. If you need food, we will supply the food and toiletries long as you supply us with the list. If you have dietary restrictions, we will honor that. So everything must be documented. We have to review it every Wednesday. And, you know, there's so many people in there They go, well, I I DM you. You have to go through application process because, you know, um, there are... IRS regulations because we are a public charity mm-hmm. and you know we are a black led organization and there's a lot of things that come along with that so we want to continue to be guy star platinum still to and we want to continue to have all the funding that we can to support our you know to support our um you know our community but we have to do the right thing and some people don't understand i had an elderly woman who said she needed food i can give you the food but i can't give you the money and you know, um, sometimes we do give out money, but um that's for like if someone needs transportation or a Metro card, mm-hmm. those are little things that we can write off of. But if it's like a thousand dollars that you need to buy a car, we can't assist with that, yeah. unfortunately.
0: Your your DMs must be on fire.
2: Every day. <laughs> every day. But I still even though I might not be able to help somebody right then and there. Um, me and my team, we still um, will DM back within 24 to 48 hours and provide encouraging words and say, we're not able to assist you as long as you go with the application process or the application process has been closed. Mm-hmm. But if you need emergency assistance like urgent, where it's a shutoff notice or you need food right then and there or emergency housing, we will also have a peer assistance who will reach out in your, co- in your community seat. Who else may have funds? Because we sometimes run out of funds quarterly, Yeah. but we will yeah. be able to make that call. I'm always not letting people off the hook. I want to make sure that they have a place to stay. And sometimes we don't have the money for hotels all the time, but we do contact Extended Stay where we have a partnership with, and they will house a family up to 10 days at least. Yeah, that's a great partnership to have. It
1: sounds like a well-oiled machine to me, man. <laughs> <For> <laughs> real. Talk about your, uh, the partnership with Tori Birch. Tori Birch. Um,
2: you never know who's watching. Um, <laughs> Tory, right. You never know. Um, Tori Birch. Um, I never knew she was donating to the platform. Um, she honored me with along with us uh, for other women for Women's International Month. Mm-hmm. And she honored me as helping many marginalized families during the pandemic. And she thought that I was so dope in the way I'm doing it without anything. Um, She and her team wanted to give me $5,000. Instead, I spoke to my publicist um, at the time, Mr. Angela Ellaby, and I said, can they help me create a Fairy Dust Scholarship Program? Mm
1: -hmm.
2: And he's like, you're going to tear down $5,000 and you got a son? I said, yes. (laughs) I said, let me go along with this. I'm graduating out of college, and many women don't get that. There are one-stop centers, but it takes you up to a year to get that grant to go back to school. So I want to be able to help certain women to get trades or go to a community college by providing the funds for them and having to go straight to that college or straight to that trade school. Or if you want a certificate of being a CNA or you want to be you know, a real estate agent, you won't have to go through the hoops of going through the one-stop center. Keep going every day, every day to see a counselor who's just going to give you the same sad story all the time. Let me help a woman or a man who's experiencing trauma and they're trying to make a way and they're trying to do the right thing by their family. Let me help them. Put that $5,000 towards the Fairy dust Scholarship Program and let's grant wishes. Mm -hmm. So she says, since you're a good mom, won't you grant those wishes on Mother's Day? Mm-hmm. And that's what I've done. Yeah, that's I just went along with it. Yeah,
3: that's wonderful. That's super dope, man. Super dope. Where do, you, where do you see yourself for the next three to five years with everything that you're doing right now?
2: Well, I'm working on a transitional house Um, because plenty of shelters, what they do is that um, they only house you for 30 days. But we want a transitional house for 90 days so that... The families is able to get jobs and they're able to get the help that they need and also some other resources. Um, I will be graduating hopefully in two to three years with my bachelor's in public health because I want to go further and working deep within the community because social media may not be forever. So I want to make sure before I leave this earth that I achieve all the things that I wanted to for my people much as possible.
0: Yeah, and you will. Which what what is your what is your family, um, think of this? Like I'm sure you get family support, but what is your family? Are they surprised? Like wow, we didn't see this coming from you. Wow, they, you took-
1: baby girl making some moves out
0: yeah. there. <laughs>
2: my parents didn't know. Like they knew that I was going hard for many families because of what I had encountered. My parents are my rock. They saw me go through the nervous breakdowns. They saw me go through fighting with hospitals and doctors and going back and forth to the welfare office in North, trying to get food stamps. They saw that. But now my dad is like, it's really real. And my mom is like, well, maybe the people do need you. Mm. And when they Mm. see me on TV and they see me on the Kelly Clarkson show and the Peacock show on NBC, and they go, like, you're really, really advocating for our people and your grandmother should be proud. Yeah.
1: Making an impact. And that's, that's so dope,
0: man.
2: That
0: is yeah. um, what, we gotta, what, what, um, what's the most outlandish request? Because I'm sure, like I said, them DMs are probably what's the most outlandish request you've ever gotten from somebody?
2: There was a woman who asked for me to fund her and her husband's wedding in Mexico. And <laughs> she believed that that is emergency assistance because she needs to marry him as soon as possible. Um, because you know, that's the love of her life. And I said, we're emergency assistants. She said, well, I need to marry him because, you know, um, he's about to be um, 18. And I said, listen, young lady, we're emergency assistants. We cannot help. And the second one, my, my public relationship team, we got a request for plastic surgery. A woman wanted to have a mommy makeover, and I said, "If I can't have a mommy makeover, you can't have a mommy makeover." (laughs) (laughs) Those are the two
0: things we got. I look, you know, I learned a long time ago though: if you don't ask, the answer is always no. I just think that people need people need to understand though what constitutes an emergency. Perhaps you should have on your website: these things constitute
2: an emergency; these things don't. That's so. I'm gonna do that. Because you know, you like you you be surprised. I get you know people want rims and cars, and they actually think I'm the black fairy of the hood. And I'm like, no, my
1: godmother, right?
2: (laughs) All the time, all the time. And and you know what?
0: I wonder if those are plants. Because the moment you start funding stuff like that, then you know they're gonna be like, your organization. like this organization is putting rims and spinners and buying jewelry instead of actually feeding people. You know, like the mission says, so don't throw people, none of those plants. Those yeah, that's not people that's watching, if you contact uh, Simone, that is not that stuff does not constitute an emergency. Yeah. Sorry. No PBLs,
1: no, no getting your teeth done. No, 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 oh. not <laughs>
2: <not>. <laughs> But Christmas time I did grant um five hundred kids across America who's marginalized with um HP and Apple laptops. That I did. That's nice. that's what? What we did yeah we did um wishlist angels um each kid get three or four items that they wish for mm-hmm. and kids were getting that virtual reality um um game that was like four hundred dollars some were getting less up but this is wishlist because some families can't afford it mm-hmm. and people all over you know grant those wishes for those kids and there's videos there's testimonials like and parents were crying because they're like i couldn't give those kids that but black fairy godmother did and then that's when all the requests came in can you help me get plastic surgery rent for my car uh wedding and i'm like no that was just for beautiful black and brown kids during christmas you are a grown woman no
1: miss so, yeah. davis said teeth might be an emergency i'm sorry miss davis i guess teeth are an emergency i guess you need to
0: fixed. <laughs> Not- actually
1: okay. Okay. godmother she might give it to you um what are some, are some you, of the are you, are you greatest? What are some of the greatest obstacles you've come across, and then later triumph from?
3: Mm.
2: That's a good question. Um, a major obstacle that I encountered was um, there was a a mom who came out of jail, and um, nobody, even some of the resources I had, nobody was able to help her and her kids get a place. She wasn't even able to get a job. It took us seven months to get her stabilized. Um, was
1: that the longest? That
2: was, that's the longest. We never encountered that and it was because of the felony she had. Okay. Um, people on social media don't understand. So when I reached out for people to help with her expungement, to help with the place... Uh-huh. Everybody was looking at her like she's Freddy Cougar, like she wasn't a human being, right. you know? Um, everybody have done something wrong in their life. It's just that we haven't gotten caught, right? That's a fact. You know? mm-hmm. So I just felt as though instead of thinking about that woman's record or whatever the hell is on paper, what about the kids? Right. But it took me seven months, and she talks about me day in and day out through media, through friends, through family, through Facebook. I stayed up every night with this young lady and we wrote a vision board and we vision on everything that she's going to accomplish. She just um, got promoted at her job as a shift supervisor. Nice. Um, her kids are living well. That. Um, she got her GED. Look you know, she's looking forward to going into some sort of medical field. So you just never know. But that was the greatest obstacle I ever had every night, just praying after I helped get my son to bed. You know, how to help a woman, you
1: know? And I was going to ask you, uh, talk about the necessity of encouragement. You have to keep encouraging somebody that something's going to happen. In seven months' time, and you get turned around. You put a powerful quote by Arthur Ashe. From what we get, we can make a living. But from what we give, we can make a life. And I think that's a testament for that right there, man. You changed that quote. My dress.
2: grandmother gave me that quote. Yeah, my grandmother said that
1: quote. Shout you out, Grandma.
2: <laughs> yeah, she like, you know, because she liked the tennis. So um, and Arthur Ashe was her right. man, you nice. know, yeah, nice.
1: that's what's up. That was dope. Yeah. That was a dope quote.
2: Yeah. So that's can what you, I live can, by.
3: Can you tell us the importance of uh, STEM and how it can uh, help push the this 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 generation and the next generation? and uh do you have uh multiple or any stem projects that you're working on now or in the future
2: um i don't have any stem projects currently um but i am working along with um my partner to see what we can do in the future and, you you know in regards to um, more projects to come
0: yeah um as Hale says what are some future partnerships that are on your wish list
2: my future partnership that's on my wish list, I really would like a partnership with Amazon, even though they shut me down. Um, I would love to have a future partnership with Target because we we initially started before Amazon the Target wish list angels, um, which was helping with dry food and toiletries and Christmas for kids. Um, Target is one... Um, I would like to try to get partnerships with some of the um, Black-owned companies out there who have many skin and health care products, and even some people who have vegan products as well. I have one of Really? And also, I want to try to have a partnership with a bank. Um, I know that computers is taking over. But we really need to teach our kids in elementary financial literacy mm-hmm. and maybe have them open up some bank accounts and teach them how they can save their money so that they can grow and teach them how to invest in stock market. And, you know, a lot of people don't talk about Black Wall Street and, you know, Central Park where Black Wall Street was there until they turned it over to, you know, Central Park. So, so I, like I really Florida. would like to. Yeah. So I want to. Partner with a bank so that we can go into certain communities and try to do like a tour where certain schools will be nominated to teach them uh, financial literacy and to open up some bank accounts for them. Yeah,
1: that's super dope. Yeah. That's super dope.
2: Well,
0: one thing I mean, <clears throat> I'm not an organization, <laughs> but one thing I can do that, I, that I'd be willing to pledge on, on my end is that, you know, my mom recently passed away in December and Christmas was her favorite holiday and for years myself and uh, my siblings, you know, we've always gotten together. And you know, we've done like different charitable efforts where we would work with after school centers and give gifts and stuff like that. But we've always talked about adopting a family um, for the holidays, because we've been we've been fortunate enough to be blessed. So I would commit, I'm, I'm willing to commit to us adopting a family and making sure that a family, you know, a family that you identify has a Christmas um, this year, so after we get off i 'll make sure i share with you my contact information um, to, talk, that, to make that happen because I think that you know they, there are a lot of people in circumstances that you 'd be surprised that the things that we take for granted that you know to give them the opportunity to have it could could be life changing you know that 's so, something that definitely that i'm i 'm willing to do um for your organization
2: thank you so much like you will love it, and if you have a chance, you can go back to my Instagram and see all the families there were even some families having christmas in hotels but long as their children had it that's all that mattered yeah. to them
0: yeah i know it means it means so much to, to um to people you know and to to be able to have the opportunity to give that to somebody would mean a lot to me and it, and it would mean a lot to my mom you know also so that's dope yeah, yeah. To commit to that's dope shot for real
1: that's dope thank you <laughs> Um. I, have, I don't have any more questions, man. We can freestyle a little bit. Like, now.
0: Yeah, it's, it's just, you know, it's, to me, it's such, such an amazing cause. Um, it's just, I just I'm refreshed, like, when the opportunity came across, you know, my email to have a conversation with you and to, you know, to, to having looked at your work from afar and, and what you're doing for the community, like, it's something that I definitely appreciate. I don't know how often you hear, thank you. Um, but you know, I, I, bro, I
1: thank you gotta see these testimonials, bro. Read these yeah, testimonials, bro.
0: Yeah. I, I thank you for what you, what you're doing, because like I said earlier, you know, there are many people that are sitting around in boardrooms that are trying to figure out how to do the things that you just decided, this is just something that I'm going to do. Um, and the fact that you went to the action phase and actually acted on these things, I'm sure you've changed so many lives from, you know preventing people from being homeless preventing people from going hungry pre- preventing people from their lights going off you know helping people get into school um making sure they're not, they're not, they're domestic violence situations like these are things that people people never forget and you know i'm happy to hear in your own personal life also that you're excelling and you're doing well and you're going to get your degree and you know i'm looking forward to watching your journey and seeing you go even further and seeing you grow your organization and being able to say we once spoke to the Black Fairy Godmother. So it's <laughs> Yes.
2: Brother, no ideas to <laughs> yes. Absolutely. Yes, absolutely. And I would love to come back on with no problem. Appreciate
1: absolutely. And we would love to have you, sis. God bless um, you. You've inspired me. You know, my, my pops passed in February, too. And my sister nominated me to start a men's ministry. And because of the podcast and us speaking, you know, openly to just a, a plethora of people, it made I just felt necessary for me to step in and be that lead for a bunch of young men to speak about their insecurities and things that they can't, they're not able to speak about. So I gave my story, and I, let me just digress a little bit. I've been dealing with kidney disease for the last twelve years or so, and mm. it ain't been easy. Right. But being able to get that story out allowed them to tell their story. You know what I mean? All my trials and tribulations with dialysis. You know, having stints and things put in my arm, um, going through a number of surgeries, so on and so forth. And you would never know it looking at me. But when I tell the story, it's like, yo, wow, Rob, you went through that. I said, yes, sir. I'm still dealing with it to this day. You know what I mean? So, you know, I look at you as an inspiration because I believe in giving. I think there's an art to giving. You know, I'd rather give than receive. You know, I don't mind the money. I'm like, yo, I'll pay it forward, man. I'll give it to somebody else who right. needs it. You know what I'm saying before I accept it for myself, and it's good i'm I'm glad I had the opportunity to cross your path, man. God bless you man
2: and not to cut you off, but try to um follow um someone by the name of um Courtney Starks. He also suffered from kidney um disease, and he wrote a book about it, and he's a strong young black brother, and I definitely think that he will benefit from being on you guys' podcast as well because I follow him as well definitely and okay. his journey.
1: Good stuff. Good stuff.
2: So we are, we are open the
0: floor if you got a few more minutes for questions, if anybody in the audience has questions and wants to ask you um, anything. Zane, did you have any other questions?
3: Uh, well, uh, now, correct me if I'm wrong. While you were at Essex, did you study psychology or sociology?
2: I started with psychology, and then I changed my major over to general science because I was going into public health nursing.
3: As far as with psychology, right? Uh mm-hmm. tell us tell us how it, it while 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 you were um uh you know with that with that study, tell us some of the uh ways that you found ways to not give up and how to navigate and step out yourself and actually collectively see how, you know, you can you can reshape your future.
2: I'm gonna be your, honest what? with you with psychology. Yeah. I didn't go too much further in it. I started my first year studying psychology, um, but it was just the general psych one and two. Um, But I felt like psychology, I was already working a customer service job and working at a mall and being around people in my community. I really didn't need psychology because I felt like, (laughs) you know, through the experiences with my brothers, my sisters, you you know, the neighbors, I already had that in me of being street smart and learning how to deal with people who come from different worlds, if you understand what I'm saying. Yes, sir. So I got out of psychology. I said, no, my people need me in this field. They need public health. They need more of me in this field. So that's why I switched over.
0: Okay. Rob, I am I remember Rob gave me his last when I was in need. Love you, bro. Yo, man.
1: Listen, man. I love it. When... It doesn't matter what I have, and my wife does the same. Like during the pandemic, when no one can go to supermarkets, and we keep food. My wife was uh, was um, food prepping, meal prepping for families. You know, I mean, cooking whole meals for weeks,
2: so we did too. Can, you
1: know what I mean? So people can reheat food, or because they didn't have the opportunity to go to the supermarket, they have they just didn't have. And you know, like I said, you know, we you know we throw parties, we throw little little dinners and stuff like that. And she said, you know what, babe? This is what I'm going to do. And for all for, like for first responders, her sister was a first responder who was working the craziest hours, but there was a meal waiting for her when she got home. You know what I mean? So I'm about giving, man. I mean, I got life. And someone, someone unfortunately, lost their life, so that's y'all looking at me right now. So I'm going to forever be a giver, bro, for real.
0: I think we, lo- I think yeah, we lost so. her. I think she, yeah, she froze up. We may have, have lost She might come back in. Yeah. Shout out, shout out shout to you. Out, <laughs> shout, out to, shout out to the homie Gabe.
3: Shout out to Gabe for joining in, man. Shout out, shout out to Gabe from Jersey.
0: But yes, this is a, you know, a phenomenal individual who her contribution, you know, and which what, she, what, she's, what she's actually given to her community is to be commended, you know, especially given in this day and age, the, the amount of heat that community activists are subjected to, um, in our community, our Excuse. community activists are subjected to a lot of a lot of scrutiny. You know, it's hard for people to accept to believe that people are doing good things without having an ulterior motive in place. You know, and it's unfortunate because I think in other communities, I don't know if people are nearly as, um, as as you know, as cautious or skeptical, is a better word, skeptical that funds are being misappropriated and things like that. So, you know, the fact that her organization has high levels of transparency and they show receipts for all the good work that they do is a wonderful, is a wonderful thing. You know, the fact that she's been able to partner, have partnerships with corporations where they haven't delegitimized or, or changed her mission is another wonderful thing because sometimes we all know when, when you get in bed with, with funders and big money comes in, then your mission begins to be, become curtailed and changed it,
1: it detours Com- yeah,
0: completely completely different you know you could go from being you know a person where you just feeding people to you take a deal with Nike and the next thing you know is just do it <laughs> Right. Know? so it ain't, it ain't even your tagline or
1: your slogan no more you know what I'm and, saying
0: yeah so there's there's um, if you think about like the history of grassroots organizers and that's why I mentioned the Black Panther Party a lot of people don't realize also that Obama you know, somebody who started his career from being a grassroots organizer and a community activist as well. Like, what better way to connect and touch the people to, than to do right. it from a, a grassroots um, perspective? And I get the impression, too, that she's, you know, she's out in the community, you know, walking cool. the street. And she's somebody that people could actually interact with. And I think people need folks in these positions that you could reach out to and you could touch. And yeah. they have lived experience and you feel good about them and you know their character you know, right. the stuff that she does, it should be infectious. Everybody should should have an opportunity to say like, oh, she's doing this. Well, why can't I do it? Why can't I help out? Why can't I contribute in some shape, form or fashion? And some people don't have it financially, but she made a good point. You may not have it financially, but if you've got thousands of followers, you know, you have the ability to spread the word to help somebody else out.
1: And I'm glad you said spread the word because words are powerful, man. If you've got something to say and someone's listening, like she said, someone's always listening. Somebody's always watching. Yeah. You know what I mean? So make sure you're putting the right energy out there, man. And it, it'll come back to you, man. For real.
3: So yeah. big, big major shout-out to, to our guest tonight, Simone Gordon. I, I, I really would love to see Tyler Perry somehow, some way get wind to her story and That'd be you cool. know, put out put out something about her life yeah. and, and the thing she's doing.
1: Because, oh, you oh, know, any, she's, uh, any young director, uh, anybody, you know what I'm saying? Someone to really put some some real good uh, energy behind her story man and and so it can so it can shine the right way, yeah. I think it' be a good thing
0: I have a feeling though that yeah. she's still in the beginning phase of um of her story so let me let me say this if you if you're not already following the no ideas original podcast on Instagram, follow us on instagram if you 're not following us on YouTube, follow us, like, comment, and subscribe. On YouTube on Monday, we have another phenomenal interview. It's not on IG Live, it's actually on YouTube with Chris A. Matthews, who's a relationship expert. He's a LMFT. Um, so this should be a good conversation as well for folks to um to tune into and be active participants in it to ask questions and engage with the um with the guests. You know, yes, we have questions prepared, but we also want folks in the audience to engage and ask questions of the guests, also. So um if you're not following. Simone Gordon, her Instagram is the fairy godmother official on IG. Um, her criteria to, to contribute is extremely easy. She has a website also that you can go on and access. I believe the website is in the bio of her Instagram sure. handle. Um, sure. Again, if, in, if you're not in a position financially to help out and support her organization, if you're um, supported by sharing, is also helpful. I want to thank everybody for tuning in tonight. To the No Ideas original podcast. Zane, Rob, any closing words?
1: Yo, give, man. It's, ahead, better, it's, it's better to give than to receive. That's all I have. See?
3: Yeah. Uh push it forward. Push it forward. Believe in karma. You do good things. Good things will come back into your life. And uh it might not come back the same way that you that you that you initiated it. Either way, that blessing will
0: come back to you eventually. Return.
1: Return to sender, baby.
0: Have a good night, everybody. We'll see you on Monday. Peace out. Good night. Peace. Later.